You know, I'm gonna give you a history lesson. We got some dumbass motherfuckers floating around this country. <laughs> Stop laughing! And when I do, start fucking. Also, y'all did some nasty ass jokes on my ass, too. Funny jokes and unfunny jokes come out of the same birth. You fucking guys are unbelievable. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Why You Laughing. Today, I'm pleased to introduce you to Joke Thieves from the Vaulted Podcast Studio in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, and uh, the whole gang with me again. And uh, we did uh, an episode, uh, or a couple episodes, involving joke thieves, or alleged joke thieves, with uh, Carlos Mencia and Dane Cook. And uh, we, since we talked about it and we referenced a lot of other people, I said, let's go through some uh, joke thieves <clears throat> Throughout history, and see how prevalent it is in comedy, and uh, I have an interesting theory that I don't know that it really even exists. So we can talk about that a little bit Ooh. as we uh, uh. as we, as we go through here. I like that, <laughs> but I don't know. Any any before we get started, I guess. Uh, do you guys have any takes on how high a crime joke stealing is? Like Mike, you weren't here when we did the uh, yeah. Rogan Mencia episode. Uh, do you think Rogan handles it appropriately, or is it a little much when people get that angry about it? No, I. I I get where Joe Rogan's coming from. Yeah, I mean he's he's kind of a he's got a shorter fuse than most <laughs> folks. Anyway, well, I understand. Yeah. I understand getting that angry. I always, I just uh, yeah. still think he shouldn't have gone on stage necessarily, unless this is like the twelfth time he's talked to him. It is. It is well, profiting from yeah. other people's work. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. straight, so at the very least, uh, I think it should be handled like if you're knowingly doing it. Yes, it should be handled where. Um, you're hired as a writer just to give him a fucking job mm. rather than this weird. And some guys kind of did that, which we'll get into as well. But the way Mencia did it, or the way they they said he did it when he like used to like hang out in the back of the comedy store and like that's malicious. Listen. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's that deserves a, a that, pummeling. That's, that's yes. actually perfect because there's the difference between Mencia and Dane Cook. Or what? Yeah, what we talked about with Dane yeah. Cook, and that that I think is the more uh, prevalent version. But we'll get into it as we go along. It's also, uh, parallel thinking is well. A, yeah, we'll talk about that too, because uh, I've assembled quite a few clips from uh, different types of joke thieves throughout history. Uh, first, I should say, go to Patreon.com/slash/BlindMike. You'd be listening to this a week early if you were there. So uh, make sure you do that. Uh, go listen to these boys on Very Good Show. And uh, the average nobodies is Matt from Rhode Island's podcast, yeah. which is recorded right here at Vaulted Podcast in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. So, uh, if you do your own podcast or film something, whatever, uh, go to uh, vaultedpodcast.ri.com. All right. Um, so the first clip we have is uh, talking about Milton Berle, who uh, was apparently smuggling jokes in his trousers because yeah. the two th <laughs> the two things I know about Milton Berle are that he has a monster hog and that uh, apparently he steals jokes. Which uh, we you know we talked about this in the Three Stooges episode a little bit where I think this was a lot more prevalent back then. Um, a yeah. because there wasn't necessarily like the code of the comedian, you know what I mean? Like a lot yeah. of these guys were different. You weren't necessarily a stand-up back then as much as like you were a vaudeville act or you were just an actor that wanted to. And you know, L.A. has kind of kept up that trend where it's people that aren't necessarily stand-ups. But now you have this you know uh, brotherhood of of stand-ups yeah. for lack of a better term. Um, so there is more of a code, but yeah, I guess uh, Milton Berle was notorious for it. So let's hear a little bit about him first. Milton will forever be the comedian whose entire act was just a compilation of stolen material. For starters, let's begin with a famous Milton Berle quote, where he was commenting on a funny bit that he had heard. Milton said, I laughed so hard I nearly dropped my pencil. Yeah, 
the pencil he used to jot down every great joke that he heard and use in his act. He never liked being called a joke thief though and would often tell people that he was a repurposer, which actually earned him the nickname the Thief of Bad Gags. To really drive this accusation home, in Melvin Helzer's book called Comedy Writing Secrets, he said one day Milton Berle and Henny Youngman were listening to Joey Bishop tell a particularly funny gag. Milton whispered, gee, I wish I said that, for which okay. Henny replied, don't worry Milton, you will. So now this clip also led us to the fact that uh, Carlos Mencia's excuses weren't even original. He ripped them off from Milton yeah. Berle. <laughs> he was calling himself a repurposer 50 years earlier. Right. Um, so, yeah, that it, that's much more egregious than I think a lot of the, the idea of having a notepad out, and that's the type of shit yeah. Mencia would do. Like, that's just intentionally saying, I can't come up with things, so let me – and you convince yourself, I think, like the, the excuse of uh, I'm a repurposer. I think that's just someone that, like, is so unoriginal yeah. <laughs> that they've found a lane where now Milton Berle was uh, very successful, and uh, he says, "Oh well, no, no, it's a different thing. I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not a thief. I'm doing this different thing than you guys are. You come up with the original material, and I change it a little bit. Um, so I guess, and we said this about Mencia too, but it's like he's probably a very good performer. You know what I mean? Like he's a great yeah. MC or whatever, but uh, uh, not a comedian. You know what I mean? Writer. Just doesn't have any original shit. Yeah." And like we talked about with Freddie Prince, it was so much easier to be original back then. So come on, Milton. It wasn't that hard. I think the kid doing that video bugs me more than he did. Though. Yeah, a little bit. Well, listen. I also loved that the, he was like, Milton Berle and Jack Benny were watching like Jack Parr. It's like, wow, all these so old what? fucking names. Oh. No, I was just like, well, wow. who, who would he be watching? Bill Burr? No, no. It was just... <laughs> Fair what, do you want more contemporary references in this 1950s story? Bill <laughs> Burrell never even heard of Joe Rogan back then. <laughs> yeah, what a hack. <laughs> um, right, yeah, he should have been doing this on a podcast. Why? Sorry, sorry, guys. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, now I can, I, that, that nonsense made me lose my train of thought. Jesus. I don't even know what we were talking about. <laughs> Joke stealing. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever other thought I had about Milton Berle is gone forever well, now. All my apologies. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Now we move to a different guy who um, this is this is where we border on um, not parallel thinking, but something we talked about with Dane Cook, mm-hmm. um, which is like hearing things and just forgetting you heard them, I guess. Mm -hmm. I think that may be uh, a little more of what happened to Robin Williams. Um, So I'll play, we'll play what he did and then I'll explain my theory. But uh, Robin Williams is like, like everyone knows, like this is, everyone says it. And uh, like you hear uh, John Witherspoon here, (laughs) even after his death, people couldn't help it. So they're like, hey, I don't want to say it, but he was a complete thief. Um, so let's hear what uh, Robin Williams would do back in the day. He was saying, man, but uh, I wanted to know, is it true that uh, Robin Williams is known in the comedy world as uh, a comedian that would go around and steal other comics material? Well, he did that. He had a bad rap on him about that, man. And uh, I have to admit it, he did. You know, hard to, it's, it's not good to talk about the dead, but... Yeah, he would take somebody's people material. But he would have people, uh, he would have his lawyer come in there when he come back to the comic store and give everybody a check that he stole the material. See if you prove that, that he had stolen the material. And he would steal stuff every week every, when he was on Mark and Mendy. So, yep, yep, yep. But, no, you didn't get it, take, you, but you didn't get that from me. He would take material and then come back with a check and pay pay them for the When he material? was on Mark and Mendy, they told me he was ad-libbing. Oh, he was ad-libbing. That's why he was so funny. He taking all everybody's best material. <laughs> 
So uh, the stream of consciousness thing you hear with Robin Williams all the time, where it's like, oh my God, he would throw out these references. It's because he consumed them from everybody else, put them all together in some weird <clears throat> act that he did, and, uh, and then went back and paid people after. I've heard that a lot, by the way. Mm. Uh, John Witherspoon was just the clip I found of someone talking about it. But a lot of people talk about how Robin Williams would uh, lift people's material and then, you know, like the fucking mafia, come up to him with an envelope later <laughs> and say, thanks for, thanks for doing business. I mean, that's better than most people do. Yeah. It is, and that, so that's where you get into, a, like, uh, why not just hire them for something? You know the, what I mean? The one joke's not going to make or break anyone, but if you steal yeah. a whole bunch of them and put a whole act together, pay everyone for it, it's not really going to change their careers at yeah, all. So, like, The Tonight Show did that, where people would send jokes in, and I've, I mean, obviously they had a writing staff and everything also, but, like, people would send jokes into The Tonight Show and they would use them and everything. But the difference there is you know what you're doing. Right. When you're on stage telling a joke... And six months later, Robin Williams hands you a check because he's been doing your act. That's not really the same as being hired. For some, you know what I mean? Right. Like, there's a much bigger difference when it comes to like being upfront with it. Right. So, uh, what I do believe happened though, uh, because the '70s was a real whirlwind for a lot of people, and uh, everything about here about Robin Williams is uh, he loved a little nose candy. So I think the no, reason surprise. I think the reasons you saw some of the oh I'm over here and oh the weird mannerisms and I the the speed of talking and all that uh, I think that may have been drug induced at Maybe. times at times I don't oh, know a little perhaps drug at times problem. my world is shattered <laughs> so I do I do think it's possible here's my Robin Williams theory I want to know what you guys think of it you gotta say that impression he was he uh, was, oh hey I'm the genie we just saw uh, <laughs> I'm the genie <laughs> that's what he would say he'd say that all the time when he. <laughs> <laughs> nothing better, nothing, no better impression than someone that says, "I'm Robin Williams." Yeah, <laughs> that's I'm, the the mark of a good you. impression. <laughs> <laughs> you know that cartoon he did? That's me. <laughs> um, so here's my theory on Robin Williams and guys like him, where uh, Robin Williams would be in such a fucking coke infused state, where he was a tornado of thoughts and jokes and he'd have his own jokes and references and he'd say them and yeah. in conversation other people would say them to him and he'd hear people on stage and this is all such a whirlwind in his fucking 10 million mile an hour mind that things got swept up in there like Louis said to Dane Cook uh, things get you're, you're a machine and things get caught up in this machine you don't know where you heard them but you know it wasn't necessarily you but you're willing to ignore that kind of and then, you know, what I don't know how long it was before he paid it was six months, a year, ten years, well, whatever it took for him to realize that he did that, he'd be like, ah, fuck. And he'd be riddled with guilt, because if you know anything about Robin Williams, he may have suffered from depression as well. I'm breaking a lot of Robin Williams ground here. I know I, I'm not, <laughs> I shouldn't be telling these tales out of school about the guy. But uh yeah, so like I think he felt a lot of guilt about that when he realized what he'd done. Now, mm. now maybe I'm um uh, giving him not enough credit, too much credit, whatever it is, where uh, I'm trying to, you know, kind of temper the uh, whatever malice you went into that with. Mm. But I do believe that's definitely possible, uh, particularly for a guy that was in the kind of mental state that he was at all times. <laughs> I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on that or not. I was just, oh, I, <laughs> I was just thinking of your genie impression, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> it's... Glad we're all on track. I'm the genie. <laughs> um, who's next, Matt? Uh, talking about the Conan staff incidents. Oh yeah, so this is a, this is another form this is popular of joke stealing where, yeah. uh, and this is by the way, 
I don't think anyone blames Conan for this necessarily, no. right? Um, no. This is more... Uh, you wouldn't know. You hear a ton of allegations like this about Family Guy in particular. Yes. Every, SNL. Everybody. SNL. SNL is another big one. Uh, a lot of people. Now, I do often wonder how... Uh, reliable that is because a lot of times what you see <laughs> is uh, you know some open micer <laughs> or you know some improv yeah. uh, person um, tweeting oh family guy or SNL stole my joke and it's like I don't know were they, they follow are you sure they were following you they sometimes go, it's a little question they go to open mics and yeah. comedy shows and wherever people are doing it because they might hear something that either inspires them or just straight up rip it off yeah so that's again the kind of evil uh, Mencia yeah. Milton Berle version where it's someone that just has no originality. But in these people, like, Milton Berle and Mencia were doing it to, like, enhance their act and add things to, like, you know, maybe they had their own jokes and they peppered these in or whatever. Uh, these writers, their job is to come up with one-liners for Conan's monologue. And they're nice. like, well, we're out of ideas, so let's go down to, you know, the Comedy Cellar or whatever open mic in New York or, or California, wherever they are, um, and uh, deliberately steal from people Thieves who no away. one knows what they are. And they've probably been, um, like, I think Carson's guys had done that type of shit as well. But back in the day, you didn't have Twitter. Forever. Yeah, back in the, you didn't have Twitter back then where someone could just spout off and say, hey, uh, Conan's doing my jokes. Um, so evidently this all came to a head with uh, Conan O'Brien mm. at a certain point. On February 4th, 2015, Conan O'Brien told a joke. Tom Brady says he wants to give the truck he was given as the Super Bowl MVP. They gave him a truck. He wants to give it to the guy who won the Super Bowl for the Patriots. I think it's very nice. Yeah. I think that's nice. I do. Yeah, so uh, Brady's giving his truck to Seahawks coach Pete Carroll. The day before, Robert Alex Caseberg tweeted this joke. The same thing happened again. Yesterday, surveyors announced that the Washington Monument is 10 inches shorter than what's been recorded. Yeah, of course, the monument's blaming the shrinkage on the cold weather. <laughs> it's a penis joke. And again. <laughs> Some like cities Conan. that have streets named after Bruce Jenner are trying to change the streets' names to Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and if you live on Bruce Jenner cul-de-sac, it will now be called a called uh, no sack The coincidence <laughs> and timing was enough for Caseberg to sue O'Brien and Time Warner, which owns HBO, for joke theft, alleging damages of at least $600,000. Jesus Christ, how do you get to that Ooh, I was going to say, I don't know how they come up with that number. <laughs> like, how is that? First of all, I don't There's think... A... Uh, I don't think Conan's show when it was on TBS was making six hundred grand a night. You know, <laughs> certainly not based on one joke. <laughs> no, that's the that's that was really egregious though. It's damages. It's egregious, and that's um like like we talked about with a lot of these guys. It's when easily any one of those three jokes easily two people could have thought of. Yeah, which is that's where we talk about parallel thinking. But then when it becomes a pattern, and it's every same, night Conan's each, doing a joke from some guy on yeah, Twitter, it's the same yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, so then it becomes. This is a little too, like, uh, you know, right in your face where you have to think right. someone is obviously following this guy's Twitter. And again, that's not Conan. Like, I don't even know that Conan at that time was, like, proofreading these fucking jokes before the show. 600K is an insane amount for three jokes. Uh, it's a calculation. That's a, it's, that's a lot. For jokes you would have also seen on Reddit, by the way, yeah. you know. Um, and now that's a lot. That's pretty much what late night monologues are. 
where it's people rushing to fire out the same joke about fucking Caitlyn Jenner or whoever. Yeah. Uh, by the way, bleep out uh, Bruce, please, Matt. That was very bad. That dead name. They dead we named him. We shouldn't have aired that. I'm very her. terribly sorry. Dead named her. her. Uh, oh, no, it was him at the time. Shit. I'm confused. They dead named her now. Anyways. Sorry. Used to be a him. Um, so, uh, yeah, very, very bad by Conan. But, uh, no, uh, it's, it's a weird area where they're clunking their heads. So, like... Uh, you know, as we're recording this, this is uh, far coming out far down the road. But as we're recording this, uh, I tweeted. So I saw Louie last night as we're recording this. And I just said that the show was great. And fucking 50 people clunked their heads. Penis erection uh, jerking off. Like everyone can't wait to fire out the most obvious joke. <laughs> That's what <laughs> late night is now, mm. where you're talking about the news story of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whatever that is today, you have... Uh, Kimmel's staff, you have Fallon's staff, uh, Seth Meyers, every other show, plus everyone on Twitter, everyone on Reddit, all rushing Mm. to make the same joke. So there is going to be a lot of parallel thinking. However, the reason this guy has a case is because three nights in a row, use three of the same fucking jokes from this poor schmuck. Right. You know, Um, so that when it becomes a pattern is where you start to see like, oh, maybe it's, uh, maybe there is something something to this. And then again, it's like uh, uh, with the Dane Louis thing. Um, th- I said the reason I gave Dane a little more of a pass is if the jokes were from the same album, I believe that he could have listened to that album or seen Louis act in person, whatever, heard all of those jokes, and then you know three years later not remember like why is this in my mind? You know what I mean? But again, mm. with Conan, the the same night is a little fucking weird. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, so who, oh, uh, so now we have uh, Pat Oswald talking about a similar type of incident, right? Correct. Yes, let's hear that. Uh, you favorite. accidentally <laughs> stole oh. a joke. I when I was when I was starting off, uh, I was still an open micer in D.C. and I was t- terrible. I said, if you want to make sure that you can sit alone on the bus when you're in your seat, and someone says, "Hey, is this seat taken?" and you go, "Oh no, no one's sitting there except the Lord," and then they'll. Leave you alone. Now that's a Carol Leifer joke. It's a great joke. Now and I ex-wife. came off, and my friend Blanca Patch said, "Hey, dude, that's a," and he wasn't even being mean. He, he was like, "That's a Carol Leifer joke, dude. I don't think you realize you did it." And I was like, and then I realized, oh my god, it was. I'd seen her do it on, um, huh. what again? One of these nine thousand stand-up shows that were on TV at the time. But it's again, it's a difference between the people that every now and then you accidentally throw a line out there and go, oh, geez, that's not mine. Or the people that they throw a line oh. out there and it gets laughed and they go, meh, fine, let it pass. I'm getting money. Yeah, so I think mm-hmm. that's the, clear. The intent is really uh, the difference. And we'll talk about that a lot when we get to Amy Schumer as well. But, like, that happens to me. I watch so much stand-up that that happens all the time where, like, you know, in a year I mm-hmm. might reference some premise I heard last night from yeah. Louis. You know what I mean, or whatever, whatever the case may be. You know what, and I'm you know like, what? where the fuck? Why am I? Why do I have that in my head? Like, where did I think of yeah. that? You know where intent is a big difference too. Where's that? Murder. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> we got it. The Pat Oswalt joke. That hasn't been fucking ran into the ground. Jesus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah. So whatever. Uh, um, but yeah, it's it's that's the thing is like a lot of these things get caught up in your brain, and there are no yeah. original thoughts now. Like people have been talking on stage for a hundred fucking years. So it's hard to have, uh, there's going to be overlap. Like we talked, uh, when you weren't here, Mike, um, the, uh, uh, Norm and Jim Norton had a special Mm -hmm. come out a month apart and they each had a joke in these specials 
about uh, leaving a suicide note and blaming just some innocent victim. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> like uh, Norm's was, uh, you know, I, Brent Abernathy knows about this. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Norton's was like, uh, you know, Murray in HR knows what I'm talking about or something <laughs> like that. But it was this exact same premise. Yeah. Now, knowing anything about either of those guys, you know, neither of them saw the other's act. First of all, I know I don't think Norton even pays attention to other stand-ups. Yeah. But like neither of them saw the other's act and thought, I'm going to steal a Norm McDonald joke or a Jim Norton joke. And just character-wise, neither of those guys would do that. Yeah. And them each being like both of those are on Netflix. So the idiocy it would take to be like, ah, no one will notice this. Yeah. Right. You know, so that happens a lot. It's just a matter of like you know, uh, calling yourself out for it and acknowledging it. Like, Norton talked about it on the radio when they came out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what's next, Matt? Uh, we have the tr- Trevor Noah and Russell Peters. Yeah, this is interesting because I've heard uh, allegations of theft from about Russell Peters. Yeah. Uh, people too. say Russell Peters steals jokes. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. And I never heard that. I mean, if you hear... For like, real. I like for, Russell Peters. I haven't heard a lot of Russell Peters shit. I know a lot of his stuff is uh, kind of general racial and ethnic shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is very easy to have he's, parallel thinking. He's also sneaky, like the biggest comic in the oh, world. Huge. Yeah. It's money crazy. making wise, I, I forget if he's <clears throat> bigger than Ke- but it's like him, Kevin Hart, and Jerry Seinfeld. No, in the United yeah. States, yeah. he's popular. Everywhere else in the planet, the world, he's, he's selling out arenas. Yeah, he's he's massive. And a lot like yeah, like a lot of his com- comedy is culturally based and it's yeah. not you know, Dave Chappelle talking about the nuances of race relations. Yeah. It's kind of just generic stuff. So yeah. it's very easy to have parallel thinking with a lot of people in that, which is why I'm not surprised that both there's allegations against him and from him. <laughs> um, because maybe none of it's true, but again, when we see a pattern, maybe that's the case. Let's yeah. hear uh, um, uh, what Russell Peters says about Trevor Noah. I think this is on uh, The Sway Show on uh, Sirius XM. That's correct. And I have this clip, and then I have the example right after. Okay, I'll perfect. Play. Yeah, I'm a fan of you. Uh, I'm a Trevor Noah fan. Why? If you're a fan of me, you don't need to be a fan of Trevor Noah. <laughs> I'm a saving motherfucker. Why you say that? Trevor's a. Th- what do you mean? Why do I say that? Go yeah. review the fucking tapes. Oh, we're being serious. Yeah. Nah, Trevor's original man. Trevor. Where? Oh, <laughs> you accuse it? What he took your material? Or? Yeah, I called him out on it once before, and then I thought he would stop, and it continued. Wow. From your material? Yeah. <clears throat> By the way, Trevor Noah should get back to uh, stealing material because if you, <laughs> if you I don't I don't watch the Daily Show. Nope. If you ever watch a Viacom channel at any hour of the day, when they go to commercial break, uh, you will see a commercial for the Daily Show. And uh, if you haven't seen it in a while, what they do is the same as they've always done. They just put a joke from uh, you know that last yeah. night's episode and say, uh, "Watch the Daily Show, Comedy Central at eleven, whatever the fuck." And uh, Every time I see this, and uh, my girlfriend's a big uh, Trevor Noah fan, so every time I see this, I say, not only is that a horrendous, like, it's the worst bomb I've ever heard, particularly when they had no studio audience, it would be, like, uncomfortable to watch, (laughs) and I'd say, that's what they're promoting the show with. Right. So, Trevor Noah, get back, steal from whoever you need to, but Comedy Central is paying you too much to not be stealing, because it's horrendous, (laughs) Uh, but anyways. It's real bad. And, by the way. Before we get to this uh, Trevor Noah example, which I want to get to, but you boys may remember, uh, Russell Peters was wrapped up in a far worse, a far worse case of theft than joke stealing, and that would be personality stealing. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Do you guys remember a gentleman named Dan Ninen? 
Yes. I know the name. <laughs> yes. Well, we did we did a whole show on We did on, a whole uh, show on, on that. Patreon. He's the uh, the guy his his signature joke is yeah. that uh he's half Indian, half Japanese, so he gets his sushi oh, yeah. from 7-Eleven. Holy fuck. Yeah. yeah. That was we so long ago. We a whole episode on that. So, oh, my God. So we did an episode on The Great Dan yeah. Nine, and look into Dan Nine. Go to, go to patreon.com slash blindmike. You can find, <laughs> hear all about him. Go way back, but too. Yeah. Dan Nine, and worse than a joke thief, would steal people's, like, so he stole Russell Peters' website. And oh, you, yeah. He, yeah. he called, it was Russell with one L instead of two. Yep. Right. And it was Russell Peters with one L dot com. And he would put, hey, here's where Russell Peters is going to be. By the way, here's where Dan Ninen's going to be. And I'm also 29 <laughs> years old. And he That's would right. also, yeah, he lied about his age. And he would also call clubs. And he did this with also uh, Bob Schimmel and uh, other yeah, comedians. Yeah, Robert Schimmel. But right. uh, the, the one who exposed him was uh, Russell Peters when he was on Joe Rogan. <laughs> and he talked about this Dan Ninen. <laughs> and what Dan would do is call up comedy clubs and say, uh, hey, uh, I'm Russell's manager. He wants this guy, Dan Ninen, to open for him. It's his usual guy, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know if you have a house uh, a house opener, but uh, Russell would like you to use Dan Ninen. And they were like, all right, they didn't give a fuck. So they were like, whatever. And uh, then Russell Peters started to notice, so like, why is this guy opening for me in D.C. and Baltimore? Schenectady. And Yeah, like he's all <laughs> over the place. So he started to put it together and realized he stole his website and everything. So, yeah, oh, Russell's been a victim of stealing a few times. But now, uh, with all of that in mind, let's hear uh, how close this accusation is. Okay, then watch, watch him do his Russian bit versus me doing my Russian bit. Pull up the Russian bitch. Pull, one. Up. pull up the Russian Sway's going to get to the bottom of this. this. And I could tell you exactly when, right, how, speak and why I wrote the joke. It's amazing. They just sound like they're talking backwards the whole time. Vladimir. <laughs> if anything, Russian just sounds like Trevor a DJ is scratching on a turntable. No, no, Vlad. Eh, no, listen, Vlad, 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 Vlad. Vidnachket nach derichikov kekets 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 nach derichikov I gotta be honest. That's I don't know how you guys feel about it. To me, if that's the only example, I think it's probably parallel thinking. That's not that crazy that two guys. I could don't come. know. That to me, that doesn't seem that crazy that two guys could come up with. Yeah, that. he almost said the exact same fake Russian words. Yeah, I, that's pretty yeah. close. It, it's it's weird that in a way, when the example is different, like where you use a DJ instead of rewinding. Yeah, it almost like is a. a a signature that you are stealing because you're like, well, if I change it a little bit, no one's going to notice. You know what I mean? So it's right. hard. It's hard yeah. to judge. But I would, if that's the only example of Trevor Noah stealing, then I personally would give him a pass because it's like they two guys can come up with that shit. It doesn't help that I don't like Trevor Noah so much. Yeah, um, I'm like, well, that was Stevie. You hope it's asshole. true. Like, yeah. At least like uh, Russell Peters is a massive comedian. Trevor Noah's love him or hate him is a massive comedian. There's Ow. an example of something like this that I think is the. Uh, the reality of most accusations. I think that's our last example, so we'll get to that later. Uh, but f I believe now we get to 
uh, maybe the most controversial, and that would be Amy Schumer, right? Let's yeah, go. this is the part There's of me pulling of clips that I forgot that we're doing an episode on joke stealing and not an episode on Amy Schumer. Joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have about 15 examples. Those are all Schumer? Wow. Those are all yeah. Schumer. I Holy have se- shit. Seven A, B, C, all the way through. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's go. So oh. there, there oh are boy. a lot of there are a lot of accusations. <clears throat> accusations, yes. Against Amy Schumer. Mm. I will tell you. Why I don't think I think Amy Schumer is guilty of something. I don't think it's a joke thievery necessarily, um, but I'll tell you that in a minute. First, we'll hear a few examples. What do we have first? I think it's so be a few minutes. It depends on what you want to hear. So we have uh, <laughs> Kevin Nealon. We have John Mulaney. Let's start. Mm-hmm. Let's start with Mulaney because I hear this is one I hear a lot. Okay. Uh, blacking out is when you drink so much that your brain goes to sleep, but your body gets all eye of the tiger and soldiers on. And I black out when I drink. Isn't that the worst? No, your mind goes to sleep, but your body's like, tonight is my night. Ooh, she looks so good there. So yeah, that's, that's, uh, are you being serious or no? Dead serious. Oh, okay. Dead serious. Yeah, Amy, so, that, well, that's actually what I'm going to talk about. Amy got put Morphed. in a weird box where she was cute when she started. Like Amy, very was, attractive. Amy was a good-looking girl. I think she was genuinely funny. A lot of people would disagree, but I think her early shit was uh, funny. Her appearances on ONA were funny. Sure, yeah, that shit was yeah. funny. She seemed like a legitimate comic, and then for whatever reason, the the media and just the right groups decided Amy Schumer is the female comedian for this generation. Yeah. They just decided she's the queen of comedy. And they lifted her to this, uh, you know, frankly, undeserved level of fame. And that's not a knock on Amy. I thought Trainwreck was a good movie. Yeah, but, I did too. But Amy Schumer, kind of like Pete Davidson, I mean, at least Amy Schumer like, had a show and a movie and a stand-up act. Pete Davidson's done nothing, really. But, like, it's this ele- element of, like, why are they so famous? Like, why was Amy ever so famous? And, again, inside Amy Schumer, which comes up in a minute, um, Oh yeah, that <laughs> I th- that was a, that was a funny show. I liked it better when it was Mad TV, but it was a funny show. <laughs> um, I think I used that joke on a different episode actually, so I feel like an asshole now. But um, uh, from yourself, yeah, <laughs> yeah just a hack. Um, but I think Amy was funny. Now this example, the Mulaney example. Let's pretend right now because it's the first one we heard. Let's pretend it's the only example. That's perfectly reasonable. That t- I've thought of that. Right. It, and it's such a relate. Everyone that so, drinks in college has blacked out at some point. So and said, "What the fuck? I don't remember anything that happened, and I behaved like an asshole." Everyone yeah. thinks the that. thing with Schumer though is uh, it got so bad, and people she got like the Dan Cook effect when people just hated her because it was cool. Yes. So she, they started nitpicking at every fucking word that so, came out yeah. of her mouth. So the reason I wanted to play Mulaney first is I hear this like, people always say, John Mulaney. She stole from John Mulaney, and it's like, I mean, so the counter to what I said was they were both coming up at the same time. They're around the same age. They were both performing in New York. So it's very possible that Amy was there when John was doing that joke, or vice versa, by the way. Um, so they were they were doing that joke around the same time. There are a few of these where uh, that it makes no sense that Amy would have stolen them. Um, but, again, I think it's perfectly legitimate to think that that was parallel thinking. Now let's hear uh, the Kevin Nealon bit. Because this is, again, <laughs> two things. I think it's a pretty... You know, late, frankly, a lazy premise that a lot of people could have thought of. Yeah. Um, and B, I really don't think 28-year-old Amy Schumer is watching Kevin Nealon's material. I mean, maybe she's a crazy comedy fan that I'm not aware of. 
but like subliminal man. Yeah. So uh, let's let's hear this example now. It dawned on me that I don't see it in colors. I don't. I don't. In high school, I went out with this Chinese girl for a while once. I didn't even know she was Chinese. I thought, I don't know, maybe really tired? You know? No, seriously, I felt bad. I kept bringing her home early every night. I said, you get a little sleep, we'll do this again another time. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I couldn't be less racist. I mean, I was at a party two weeks ago in L.A., and who walks in but Michelle Kwan? And out of nowhere, nowhere, she tells me that Oliver Stone, you know, the director, she's like, he has this huge Asian fetish, and I find it totally offensive. And I'm like, why, Kwan? That sounds awesome, you know? And she's like, well, I'm offended because I'm Asian. And I was just like, well, I'm sorry, but I didn't even notice that. I thought you were just like really tired. See, that one's more on the nose to me than the last one. Really? Mm, yeah. Because to yeah. me, I think, so the setup of like, I am i don't even see color, I'm not racist, this and yeah. that. I get that. But also like, that seems to me like a joke my fucking uncle would tell. Oh, their eyes are shut. They must be tired. Like uh, your hack, your hack local bar patron would tell that type of joke. I think, like to me, it just seems like lazy joke writing by both of them. Now, when Kevin Neal, it was probably less lazy when Kevin Nealon did it. Well, he was probably more original then. But now we get into where, like, I this, so the Kevin Nealon thing and the Mulaney thing is where I think again, Amy Schumer got famous super fast, mm -hmm. and like we talked about with Freddie Prince, I inaccurately started the Freddie Prinze episode yeah. by slandering the man's good name. <laughs> and then I quickly I quickly realized he was fucking 22. Amy got famous when she was 28. Like she was yeah. in comedy, she was extremely young. So a lot of her material is going to be kind of generic. Um so the idea of having like an Asian joke like that or a joke about blacking out that's not that crazy that she would be thinking of things that other people also thought of at some point. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's going to be a lot of fucking COVID jokes <laughs> right now. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and a lot of them are going to be the same. A lot of them are going to be wiping down your groceries or fucking, you know, the, the uh, something to do with masks. And some of them are going to be pretty similar. And you're going to say that that must be joke stealing. When in reality, two people could easily think of that thing. Yeah. Um, but, when the evidence piles up is when we uh, get suspicious. What's the next example? So we can go down the road of uh, any of the clips from inside uh, her show. No, I, so I don't even want to. We'll hear Kurt Metzger talk about those a little bit. Okay. Let's well, stay away from those. We have uh, Tosh.0. We have Alan. What's the Dylan one? Um, Dylan. Let's hear. Dylan Moran. Let's hear Tosh. Because, oh, yeah. again, these two are like contemporaries kind of. Yeah. So it's more likely that she would be in the club while Daniel Tosh did this joke or something. Yeah, this is uh, Daniel Tosh and then a joke from Trainwreck. Okay. We'll put an asterisk next to Barry Bonds' name, sure. As soon as we put one next to Babe Ruth's name, getting to break records before black people were allowed to play? <laughs> Excuse me? Where is that asterisk? Why don't people talk about that? Great. to know how many homers the babe would have hit had CeCe been throwing 92 on our sliders. Yeah, maybe the fat boy would have put the cigar down and quit pointing had Jose been allowed to swim 90 miles to throw him a junk ball. Babe <laughs> Ruth was a superhero. He was a superman. He used to be a superman when you never played against a black guy your whole life. What has white black got to do with it? Every 12-year-old kid in the Dominican Republic right now could probably beat Babe Ruth. Blah, 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 blah. 1947, it's one big ass 
First of all, if you dare drag Colin Quinn into a joke-stealing conversation, I'll slap that smug look off your face. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, I, that one was the least egregious yeah. so far. I, I've heard, like, uh, cornball baseball writers make that point. Yeah. Like, seriously make that point. It's a legitimate point that would Babe Ruth have had as many home runs if he was playing against, uh, you know, whatever whoever the top Negro League yeah. pitcher was at the time. Um, so it's just a legitimate point. That it, This is when, uh, like Craig said, they're really nitpicking. People hated Amy Schumer. Hated. And, and they're really they're really fucking nitpicking if yeah. the only thing that, that was similar was the word asterisk. And yeah. some of it's justified based on the way Amy kind of behaved. Because she, she had a little bit of a Howard Stern thing going where all of a sudden she like ignored and apologized for some of her prior material. Mm. Like she's like, oh, that... That's not who I was, and I didn't mean that by this and that. Mm -hmm. And she kind of abandoned like what made her popular at first, yeah. mm -hmm. and that's part of the reason uh, people hated Amy. Part of the reason is people hated her politics. Part of the reason is like a lot of guys, it was mostly guys that hated hated Amy, and it's just a lot of guys that didn't find her funny. Yeah. Which my thought on that is like, I there's women that are very popular in comedy that I don't necessarily find funny, but it's probably because I don't mm -hmm. relate to their, if they're talking about their period, you know, yeah. I have no relation to that. <laughs> unless, they're unless they're talking about it like from their boyfriend's perspective or something. I would have no way to relate mm -hmm. to it, you know? Um, so I think that's just like a difference of perspective where of course Amy's going to be uh, yeah. more popular right. with women. Definitely. Um, so this yeah. is again, nitpicking. Uh, I don't know, Matt, do you think there's a better example than the ones we've heard? I thought the Attell joke was kind of okay. So let's see this from Skanks for the memory. Uh, now, yeah. remember this before we play this. Don't you dare! She loves Attell, and uh, like she put Attell in her movie. Put him in, yeah. yeah. Like, like her and Attell love each other. I, I certainly don't think she would consciously steal uh, from David Tell. But let's no, hear how similar. Yeah. There's it is. one. There's one she stole from either Patrice or Chappelle. I forget which so one. The Patrice yeah. one. Patrice one is the Patrice. That's that. I have those. Two. No, it isn't. You no? have Patrice. Yeah. Let, let's see. Ju the what's well? Let's hear it. Let's play Patrice first. Yeah, I have two jokes for Patrice back to back. Okay. You have a gorilla mask? Gorilla mask? That's it. You you come in a face right, and then take some pubic hair and throw it at her. There's the Abraham Lincoln. That's where he the guy trims his pubes, comes on the girl's face, and then. Throws the pubes, so she has that facial hair. Theft. Why? It's the same joke, different it, name. They exist. I don't know. I, I, and uh, it's also ten years later, so she's like, I can probably get away with this that's now. That's crazy. If you He's think that's dead for a they're while. both they're both sex acts that exist. They're not. Those aren't jokes. They're they're saying what they're, sex acts they're are. Urban Dictionary. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's lazy. Patrice. Of, yeah. It's Wrote lazy. The Patrice. Urban Dictionary is 2006. Yeah. Patrice wrote Urban Dictionary? Well, clearly, he's saying this before it even existed. I what think, are you talking about? I think the hand motion is what does it for All me. of it. Yeah. I, I, I think that that I might be, know. I think that might be, maybe she, cha maybe I she don't changed it, maybe it's parallel thinking. What are the odds I, Amy saw this, by the way? High. Yeah, Pretty high. Pretty Why? fucking Why? high. Why? 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 She was that? with all of his She's, friends all yeah, the time. They, what are you talking about? You think he does this when they're hanging out? No, this but you don't think same. in 2014, 13, yeah. she's like, I let me go insane. look through his nah, shit. Dude, I think was... it's insane. If you think, so Amy Schumer, mm. we said the other jokes aren't stolen. We all kind of agreed on that. Right. So the one instance of Amy stealing It's word for word except for Amy. No, it Lincoln. isn't. It's a, it's, yes, that's what it is. They're describing what it is. Do you want to hear the other one? So if I describe right now what teabagging was, and so did, <laughs> so, so, so did Eddie Murphy at some point, am I stealing from him? 
Or am I just saying, hey, it's dropping your balls well, on not, someone's you're eyes? You're not trying to get. You're not trying to like get. I like to think I am. I like to think I'm entertaining. Yes. No, I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I wish. <laughs> I, it's crazy uh, that you think. But let's hear the next one. All right. <clears throat> Same special. You have a poltergeister. Poltergeist is good. It, well, you need your friend though, right? Like, you're you fucking him from behind, and then you sneak out, and he takes your place, and then you walk outside and wave at her through the window. And then you go, I'm here. The worst one I've ever heard is the Houdini, which is where the guy's having sex with the girl from behind. Then unbeknownst to her, his friend subs in for him. Guy number one runs outside, knocks on the window, waves to the girl. So you're telling me if it yes. wasn't for Patrice O'Neill, you couldn't have found that shit on fucking 4chan or she Reddit? She didn't fucking pantomime the same way. But I don't know. I think that having those two from the same, same special. Same fucking special. Yeah. Back that, to back. That's the back only thing. That's I again could... where it gets a little weird. But again, that's where I would say I'd call also, out Patrice a little more. Patrician, like that's kind of it's kind of hacked to just. He be, was probably it was 2006. Was, he probably made his, it up himself. His act. You I remember? So. Remember when he was on Fox? He did the same. The he angry did a bunch pirate. of those too. Like that's like that was part of his act. But the angry again, the angry pirate is a thing. First, yeah, I know, but like Patrice, that was part of Patrice's act was to do those. So and my her uh, doing those is like kind of stealing uh, premise wise. If, so both of those were exactly the same except yeah. for two words. Okay. Well, what I would say is if ever if we can't find another example. Then it's weird to me that Amy would never steal her entire life and then say, except for these two sex acts that are very generic and probably on Urban Dictionary, even though think, Craig thinks he wrote that for some Stop reason. Stop defending Amy Schumer. <laughs> I don't like this. I won't. Here's the thing, though. With the, I don't know what the Atel one was. That one, I, it could be word for word, and I would go, she I'll probably just heard him say it a thousand yeah. times. I'll play right. it right now. <laughs> You ever black out when you're drinking, or as I call it, time travel? <laughs> yeah. Has anyone ever blacked out and been awake when they've come out of it? Thank you. Thank you, sister. It's kind of cool, because it's like you're a time traveler. You're just like back in your body. Yeah. like. Yeah. That might be... A tell is the best. A tell. Did you see a special road work? I heard it's awesome. It's so funny. It's, it's... I was talking about having seen it. Because <laughs> balls are disgusting, aren't they? Wow. And they stink. Yeah, they do. <laughs> All right, I'll speak for my balls. On my best day, my balls might smell like a foot. On, on my best day. <laughs> he's brave, okay? He's brave. And I'm going to tell you why he's brave. And this does not leave this theater. And this does not leave your home. Here's why he's brave. On my pussy's best day. God. After all of that, on its already best day, my pussy smells like a small barnyard animal. Okay? Her timing on that was horrendous. That's what I would call it. The joke question. was just bad. <laughs> yeah, it's funny though, uh, if you want me to stop defending Amy Schumer. Uh, South Park, like when South Park made fun of Amy Schumer, yeah, the, it yeah, was Mavie just Janet. Carmen saying, "I love when Amy Schumer says Mavie Janet. Yeah. and that wasn't 
I felt it was like inaccurate at the time. And then the leather special came out after that, after South Park did that. And it was as if Amy Schumer was doing an impression of Cartman. It's the like, whole special <laughs> is my vagina. Imagine, <laughs> imagine her seeing that episode, having her special in the can going, fuck. Like, <laughs> uh, all right, we're scrapping the whole thing. We're restarting. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, uh... See, I, that one I didn't find as bad, although she did say... The, the other one was, like, word for it, pantomime the same. I think the first to tell joke, you're probably right. That just got into her brain. Like, she it's, heard him say that a million times, yeah. didn't know where he heard it. Yeah. Because she probably... I know she opened for Norton a lot. She probably opened for a tell, I would assume. I imagine. That's a pretty famous line from a pretty well-known special. Right. My favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. I think a lot of it, uh, feels like nitpicking. However... Here's where you might turn me, folks. Um, we said Oof. in the Mencia episode, Craig, mm-hmm. uh, that Amy was like kind of showed remorse and was like, I, yeah, like I, if I did this, I, I'm sorry. Like I didn't mean to. Uh, it wasn't really that. Like that didn't really. No. That's mm-hmm. not really how it happened. Um, I don't know, Matt. Do you think we should play Metzger first or Amy Schumer's uh, response? Yeah, I think Metzger first. Yeah. So f- before we get to Amy, uh, Metzger was on Joe Rogan. And if you know who Kurt Metzger is, he's just a oh, fucking animal. I love like, Kurt Metzger. <laughs> Rogan had to do everything he could to reel him in here. Um, but this is after the allegations. Kurt Metzger was the head writer on Honor Inside Show. Amy Schumer. Yeah. And uh, uh, a lot of the, the accusations were that Amy stole from Mad TV. And again, a couple of the bits were like, uh, I can see why you think that's stealing for sure. But I could also see two people coming up with that idea. Mm. Like one of them was... Um, Amy was in uh, a, a store. A store. Yeah. And uh, the only person, she's like, uh, she's getting rung up, and the cashier says, uh, do you know who helped you today? And Amy's like, uh, that guy over there? She's like, ooh, there's two guys standing next to each other. She's like, which one? And Amy's like, afraid to say bl- oh, the, black, the guy. black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was on Mad TV. This, Mad, like Jordan Peele did the same thing yeah. like 10 years earlier. And uh, <laughs> But that's like, I could see them stealing that. I could also see two people coming up with that. I can't see Kurt Metzger stealing anything. And uh, neither can he, apparently, because this is what he said on Rogan. If I tell you, you know, it was that whole joke thief shit there. I'm like, listen, I, I, I was there and also I know comedy and I know better than you jerk off at home. So if I tell you, just you know, think I know better. I'll just put it that way. Maybe that's arrogant, but I, I just been doing it for 20 years and you never had the balls to get on stage. So I think I just know better. They're oh, outraged. You're, you're fighting with someone who's not even here. Nobody I get, even knows I what you're fighting there. over right there. You, the, just, you just started some joke thief fight. No one has any idea the, what the fuck you're saying. All right, guys, is when I defended Amy. Right. Uh, Amy, and I had people, like, lecture, and I'm like, don't, listen, don't presume to tell me shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I say what you want about Amy. I just believe Kurt. Like, I don't think yeah. Kurt would steal shit. I'd be very yeah. surprised. Right. Um, and I think it's just a matter of, like, people weren't checking <laughs> enough. Uh, but there's one more clip from that, right, where Rogan kind of, Rogan kind of says what you guys are saying to me, where it's like, hey, there are examples, you know? So let's hear that. But the problem with what you're saying is they have evidence. They're looking at one bit, and it's exactly the same as another bit. If I look at the evidence and I come to a different conclusion, right. let's go with my conclusion because well, I was there. What the about show. due process? No, 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 that's, 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 and the guys bullshit. who are saying that's bullshit. it, that's no, a due process, process guy. That's no. not enough. That's not enough. That's not enough to convince someone. Oh, Dude, just trust me. Do you think we just isn't that, but isn't that Benjamin? like some yeah. authoritative sheriff type shit? Just trust uh, me. Hey, I'm not, to to but, the hey I'm not going to them. Hold on a second. I'm not going to them. They're coming to me. But you're saying just trust me 
I'm watching this video. I'm watching these jokes. They're being repeated. You're, you're saying just trust me. What you're jokes wrong. are you talking? I'm talking about sketches. People sketches. claimed were taken, yes. which is nonsense. Mm. I was in the room. I was yeah, the fucking on. cop of the room with well, that but, shit. Okay, but that doesn't mean anything. No one watched Mad TV in but the room. Stop, Sorry. Stop. That doesn't mean anything because yeah. the the bit still got on the air. See what I'm saying? Like you might not. But it have didn't been, happen intentionally. Listen, it doesn't matter. That's what you have to say. That's not what you're I saying. I did say that. No, 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 no. I gotta say, uh, Craig made the said this was us five minutes ago. And uh, as the autistic monster of the group, I side with Kermit. I think he was spot on. <laughs> like he may sound like a fucking maniac, but I think I think he was right in the sense that uh, he was there. So it's hard for him to even conceive how people could disagree with him. He's... But people are looking at evidence and saying, "Well, that, what the fuck are you talking about? We're looking at this." The thing I'm thinking though is he's getting way too defensive. Yeah. Uh, if you, uh, y yes, you're he's right. Also <laughs> but he's a logical fallacy. He's a maniac. <laughs> like he watch is, this whole yeah. episode. Literally, they were talking about something else, and all of a sudden, he just he's like, "Fucking Schumer thing." Yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember watch. I watched our listeners. And he was to getting that. into Facebook fights with people yes. at the time. Yes, was, this was a couple years ago. Yeah, it's yeah. a funny, uh, it's a funny history timestamp when uh, Owen Benjamin is acting like a civilized human no being. Shit. That's why <laughs> in a video. That's why I said that in the middle. I was like, Owen Benjamin just politely like, oh, sitting. He was, a, there? he was a person once. <laughs> he's in the woods now. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I I tend to agree with Kurt just because like like I said about Norton and Norm, I just don't believe Kurt would steal. Right. Um, so I don't believe that was happening. I think it was just a matter of and Rogan talks about this in that episode. It was a matter of uh, something went wrong. Maybe it wasn't joke stealing. It's yeah. a, by a different name where they should have you know Googled. Has anyone done this kind of basic race premise before? Oh, Mad TV. You know. <sighs> Um, so it seems like an easy enough way to, uh, to figure that out to avoid that. He was I mean, also losing me on the. I've been doing this for twenty years. That, that was bugging me. It's it it when well, that's where Rogan's right, where his excuses were wrong. Right, like the, what Metzger was saying was wrong. But right. his I love Kurt Metzger. But his basis was right that like Metzger wouldn't steal. Well, that's just like someone saying you can't sure. you can't get pissed off or critique a dude like a wide receiver for dropping a pass. Uh. Well, you, you never, never did you it. Never played. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that where that's where Rogan's one hundred percent right. Yeah, where Metzger. Exactly. Loses by his the mind. way, we all have to disagree with Metzger, or this show's going to stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they they all said they're not stealing. Um, Except Dennis Leary, actually, who we'll get to. Dislike. Um, oh, <laughs> but uh, oh. so now let's hear Amy on uh, with the Jim Norton show, which existed for a very brief time on Sirius XM. Show. Um, so I, this was not as I remembered, where, first of all, I forgot the charge against Amy. Uh, while I blamed all men for hating Amy earlier, <laughs> the charge was led. You ladies cannot stick together. The charge was led by Tammy Piscatelli. Who, oh, yeah. Who does... A little bit reek of jealousy, like an older comic who never had the same success that Amy did that started this kind of crusade right. against her. Um, but then people like Wendy Liebman and Kathleen Madigan, uh, who have a little more respect, I, I think, um, started criticizing uh, started criticizing Amy as well and saying maybe they stole jokes. So let's hear from uh, Amy a little bit with Norton here. But with but most important for me and like why I'm here is like I did not steal any jokes and I wouldn't and and I the reason I think this is coming up I think that it's Tammy um you know I think she's upset I blocked her on Twitter a couple of years ago because she was she was unkind to my my best friend is Rachel Feinstein a comedian and uh yeah and I didn't like how she treated Rachel and so I'm a very loyal friend and uh so I was like well I don't want to I don't want to talk to that chick um, and I think, 
I don't think she's got much going on. This is my guess. I don't know. Maybe she has nine deals. She, I, I, we got along fine, you know, like, um, I, I opened for her on the road in like 2007 and like totally, um, just bombed beyond all recognition. I never watched her. Like I never, I've never seen, I've never like watched Tammy's specials or anything. Um, but I think, I don't know. I think people get upset by success. So that's different than I remember. <laughs> I thought she kind of owned up to it a little more. Is that, that's, I would bet a lot of money that there's another clip. I've I, listened, I listened me to Me and you have had this conversation more yeah. than once going, at least she owned up to it. Yeah, I thought she did too. I mean, that was kind of the crux of it was, and maybe she does a little bit at some point, but like the crux of it was, this is all kind of led by Tammy Pescatelli. Um, and there are a couple things in there. This is where, whether or not she stole jokes, this is where Amy started to lose people, where she says uh, in there, and she's talking to Jim Norton, so you'd think she'd be a little more relaxed. She goes, uh, Tammy was unkind to Rachel. Whereas like five years before this, she would have said, yeah, yeah, Tammy was being a bitch to Rachel Feinstein. And you know what I mean? Like she sounds kind of robotic here. Yeah, so, and then, so this and is then also she brings like, up she's a lot more famous, so she kind of has to watch her mouth. I guess, mm. yeah. But if she didn't, she would be more popular. Actually, I correct. You know, yeah. um, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to beat arena sellouts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think she'd be popular with a, just a different crowd. Yeah, you know? the one you want. Yeah. Um, but she also says like she brings up I don't know maybe Tammy has nine deals where she's kind of like now waving her success in people's faces, which is a little uh, gross. Yeah. Um, but the other thing was, she's like, I've never watched Tammy while saying I opened for her. So there are some fingerprints of like, she's not owning up to this at all. Yeah. And saying like, oh, I can understand why people would say I stole from fucking Mulaney or Kevin Nealon or Attell or Patrice or yeah. whoever. See, that's the thing is I the Mulaney and the Nealon one, I could be like, that's just kind of like a, a blah joke. Yeah. She brought up she yeah. brought up Patrice. And I didn't pull the clip, but uh, she brought up Patrice and said, uh, I just never saw him do those jokes. And Norton said- Norton said, the reason I believe you is because I know uh, how much you love Patrice. I know what he thought of you. I just don't think you would do that. That was the logic they kind of put to it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Those, those, those particular clips, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. The rest of them, I could maybe they tell one. Right. Well, that's, oh, boy. This is going to be a long one, boys. Mike said it would be a short one. We didn't know how long we'd get tied up on Amy. I didn't know we had the every... Amy Schumer battle. <laughs> My apologies. I didn't know there was 28 clips out. So uh, what's next, Matt? I think we're moving uh, on to a new comedian. Yeah. CK, uh, asshole bit. Wait a minute. From Dan Cook? No. This is oh, yo, so we're on to Dennis Leary. Yes, oh, Dennis Leary. Oh, oh, so oh. I referenced this story. And uh, I found it and sent it to Matt. I referenced the story in the Louis C.K. Dane Cook episode. Yes. Um, so Dennis Leary, notorious for stealing. I didn't. Oof. And I know the Bill Hicks special is an egregious, the most egregious one we have. But this was even worse. So let's hear. Uh, I hate uh, Louis, Dennis Leary. Louis tells yeah, this story. Uh, remember, Dennis Leary was huge in Boston. Yep. Yep. Louis C.K. came up in Boston. He's like 19. He's working on this bit. And uh, this is Lucy C.K. on Opie and Anthony probably about 10 years ago. When I was a young fella starting in Boston, uh -huh. I guess I was like 19 or 20. 19. And I was doing my signature bit, the bit I closed with, was a bit about uh, if you were an asshole and you knew it and how cool it would be to just say, I'm an asshole and just let yourself have that life, that your life would be better. Like you're driving, mm -hmm. you go, hey, should I cut that guy off? Yeah, I'm an asshole. Why not? <laughs> you know, uh, park in a handicapped space. Only an asshole would do that. Oh, oh. Uh, fuck, it, fuck it. I'll do it. I'm an asshole. That's me. And they, uh, you said they should have like 
a picture <laughs> of an asshole instead of a wheelchair and just make those the asshole spaces and the whole bit. Anyway, so one night um, doing a show at a place called Played Against Sam's in Boston, and Dennis is the host of the show. He was a huge star in Boston at the time and uh, on the comedy circuit. And he went on after me. He was always nice to me, by the way. Put me on the mm. shows when I wasn't yeah, on, yeah. on them. Should be. Gave me guest spots. And then that night he went on after me uh, after I'd done the asshole bit and like went, that's really funny and like <clears throat> remarked on it. And expounded on it, like yeah, like and that, like I'll do this because I'm an asshole, and I'll do that because like, I'm an asshole. Like he just started, he actually riff started riffing on riffing it. on my bit, but acknowledging that he just watched me do it. Which, yeah, which is I think is okay. And oh, then boy. like um, I don't know, a month later or something, I'm downstairs at Sam's. I just come walk in and he's doing, he's just doing the bit. Just started, he just started doing it. And I was young and just started out, and I was like, well, he's huge. Wow, I'm flattered. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. So it's also funny because uh, he brought it up in the con The context is that uh, Anthony said he met, like, uh, they were talking about celebrities that like have snubbed them. And uh, he said yeah. Anthony met Dennis Leary at a bar once, and Dennis Leary was rude to him. And so Louis goes into that story. And then the reason it came up on the Dane episode is uh, – he goes, Louis starts laughing and he goes, uh, there's this other poor schmuck who's been getting tortured and I haven't commented on it ever. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, I thought to bring up this Dennis Leary thing today. <laughs> um, so, uh, so then we get to uh, Dennis Leary, I guess, kind of acknowledge. So, uh, by the way, if you don't know, for you kids out there, um, that song, the asshole, uh, Louis talks about him doing the asshole bit. Yeah. He turned it into a song, song that was a monster. I thought about sending you a part to play, but I, I think we could take it off YouTube or whatever, so I just figured why bother. But there's literally a part where he says, uh, uh, parking in handicapped spaces yeah. while handicapped people make handicapped, handicapped faces. faces. I'm an asshole. Doo -doo -doo, doo -doo -doo. Yeah. And uh, so that was on MTV. It was played on radio stations. I listened to that song on repeat. It was a. Oh, I never liked it. It was a monster. Whether you liked it or not, it was a monster. Yes, song. Uh, that's fact. And uh, you know, it's a a, 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 a career making bit. You could argue because I don't know a lot of Dennis Leary's stand up, yeah. but I know that fucking song. I know that one. Yep. And uh, by the way, if you know the melody of the song, Anthony has a great line here. But uh, there is uh, uh, Louis explaining when he ran into Dennis Leary a few years later. The pieces that are important to tell. Is that years later, I'm living in New York City. I run into Dennis on the set of a movie he's doing, and he goes, and he says, God, you're always so funny. What are you doing with yourself? And at the time, I was trying to finance an independent feature I was making, and he gave me uh, several thousand dollars and helped me find it. He just basically was, gave me money. Oh, that okay. was guilt money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which I never really even thought of that, but I guess that's true. And I, I mean, he gave, and, and so he invested in it. Guilty, yeah, and I, when I run into Dennis, we say hi to each other. And uh, Was he counting out the money going, <laughs> so, so great, awesome one by Anthony. God, but yeah, it's very so funny, funny, similar yeah, to Robin Williams, cool. where like maybe he's not a total piece of shit, Dennis Leary, because I on some level he felt bad. Yeah. Uh, but now let's get into where he is a total oh, piece of God. shit. <laughs> um, so Dennis Leary, the most egregious thing ever. We've talked I about Bill Hicks too, though. We had a. Uh, we'll do a Bill Hicks episode. Oh. I don't know a lot about him. Uh, people have asked for it. People want a Bill Hicks episode. It's true. Um, so, I, again, I don't know a lot about him, but people have said, uh, you know, we had a spirited argument about whether or not Amy stole. Uh, we I had the defense of Robin Williams where it's like maybe it just got swept up in this drug-infused whirlwind he was in. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Russell Peters and Trevor Noah where it's kind of close. Who knows? 
Um, but we have not talked about yet, and this is the only example that I really know where it's this egregious. Uh, so Dennis Leary got famous after his special No No Cure for Cancer. Yeah. Uh, which I'm not a Bill Hicks fan, so I don't know a lot of the material. Uh, so let's dive in and see just how oh, much boy. of No Cure No Cure for Cancer is similar uh, to Bill uh, Bill Hicks's special. And Bill Hicks uh, was alive. I uh, he was certainly alive while Dennis was doing this material. I don't know that he was alive when the special came out, but uh, let's hear it. I'm a heavy smoker. I go through about two lighters a day now. And uh, <laughs> is that a lot? <laughs> I smoke, I smoke a lot. I smoke 7,000 packs a day, okay? But listen to this. How many non-smokers do we have here today? Bunch of whining little maggots. whining fucking maggots. Because <laughs> the non-smokers get on my nerves, don't they? They have all these commercials. Have you seen the commercials? The famous dead celebrity commercials where they get a celebrity who's dying from a cigarette-related disease and they film a commercial with him before he kicks the bucket. Then after he dies, they run the commercial and make us feel creepy and queasy. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Your Brenner did one too. Did you see that one? Don't smoke. I died from lung cancer. Don't smoke. Anyone remember this? This is pretty weird. Anyone remember when Yul Brenner died and came out with that commercial after he oh, was dead? Jesus Christ. You remember that? <laughs> I'm Yul Brenner, and I'm dead now. <laughs> what the fuck's this guy selling? I'm looking forward to cancer, man. But I don't want that bone cancer or that stomach cancer. I want that throat cancer. That's the best kind. You know why? Because when you get the throat cancer after the first operation, they give you that voice box thing. Know what I'm talking about? The thing that makes a dog like that. That is my big fear in life, doing smoking jokes in my act, you know, then showing up five years from now. Good evening, everybody. Oh, shit. So, pause. I mean, we're a few jokes in here. It's the entire special is Bill yeah. Hicks' special. And uh, Bill Hicks and Dennis Leary were friends. And I guess this, like, really broke Bill Hicks's heart before he died. That's how I knew he was alive, at least while he was doing this act. Um, but, yeah, it's, they, they knew each other. And this is getting a great. There's more, by the way. There's a lot more. I think people have said like it's almost word for word. <laughs> so you, it, yeah. it is, but the the reason I hate Dennis Leary is he think he goes on stage and goes, you know what's gonna be funny if I say I smoke seven thousand packs of cigarettes. He's whack. He's, he's wild. Hack. He's zany. Oh, I fucking. He's hate a man's him. man. <laughs> you think he does a little bit of coke before he performs? Well, he probably back then. <laughs> um, so I I even like the show Rescue Me. Yeah, yeah, I do too. But my my criticism of it was always like. The, the fr first of all, you can I never say this. You can tell it's written entirely by men. Yeah, particularly Dennis. Leary, yes, because the women's dialogue is a so not how women would talk, no. but also like they they'll be in this heated argument. Like uh, Dennis Leary and his wife on the show will be in this heated argument, and the wife will go, "Of course the sex is great, Tommy. It's always amazing." <laughs> Tommy was his name on the show, by yeah. the way. Um, but Tommy it's Gavin. always like Tommy, even. They'll acknowledge he's flawed, but he's this stallion in the bedroom, yep. and he's a man's man, and he's got a hell of a cock on him. And it's like, yeah. all right, Dennis, we got it. <laughs> and he fucks every girl in the entire show. Yeah, yeah. It's so it, but he's always like, um, it's a it's a temperament that the country had. Yeah, that was a little more. It was cooler. I mean, you see, with like Stern's probably the best example, where it was cooler to be like macho and shit. And now it's like it, it comes off as like corny now. Yeah. So when you hear a lot of this shit, but, like, do try to remember that like 
So I, I, a lot of people thought Dennis Leary was cool for doing this, yeah. but, but it does come off as very hack. At it times. totally does, and Hicks's delivery is so much better. So much better. So, yes. so much better. He's not trying that. He's yeah. not outwardly showing oh. you, "I'm a man." You hear yeah. this? He's like, I'm looking forward to cancer. Because, you know, after the operation, they give you this thing. You have to, like, explain it. And Hicks, the the joke, he's just like. I'm looking forward to cancer, actually. No, he didn't (laughs) even say that. He was just like, I I don't like making these jokes because, like, three years from now, I'm going to be doing this. Right, right, Like, that's such a better structured joke. Like, uh, voice kind of sounds like cancer. I know, right? (laughs) But I don't think it it really does it justice if uh, we don't hear all of these. So let's keep beating. Let's beat the people over the head with Dennis Leary and Bill Hicks similarities. (laughs) Like this Judas Priest trial. Did you follow this? You know the story? Two kids, big fans of Judas Priest, listened to this album and then went out and killed themselves and the parents sued the band Judas Priest. I don't get it. You know, I, I just don't get it. I, I missed the fucking point someplace. Oh. The boat left and I wasn't oh. on the boat. Explain it to me. Heavy metal bands on trial because kids commit suicide. What is that about? Judas Priest on trial because my kid wrote the record and he listened to the lyrics and he got into Satan. <laughs> God, so I na- fucking na- hate awful. Him. Now we're but now we're getting into if we just focus. <sighs> I, yes, there's a lot we could do on just his delivery. <laughs> but <sighs> if we focus on joke stealing, the now we've moved into like every topic is the same. Like smoking makes you a man. Then the voice box thing. Now we've moved to a totally non-smoking topic. The, what the odds that they talk about all these things in individual, totally separate specials seems weird. I don't know if we have more. I eventually put Matt to a merciful Not, I have rest here. Not only this, <laughs> that's two Dennis Leary specials. He's yeah. ripping off the same special. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And people say the one that came out at like the one that came out after Bill Hicks died and he ran out of Bill Hicks material, uh, it was like a dramatic drop. And that's when you see all of a sudden Dennis Leary becomes an actor. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden he's not doing stand up as much anymore. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot more. I just figured we get the point at a certain point, but we got uh, one more here. It's just a strange world. I don't know what we choose. Why we choose the things we do as a collective. You ever wonder that? You know what I mean? The fact that we live in a world where John Lennon was murdered. We live in a country where John Lennon I mean, takes six bullets in the chest. Yoko Ono was standing right next to him. Not one fucking bullet. Explain that to me. <laughs> Yeah, here's ten bucks. Bring me the head of Barry Manilow, all right? And why is it we live in a world where John Lennon was murdered, yet Barry Manilow continues to put out fucking albums? <laughs> I mean, the, re- the references are the same. Shit. It's every topic, every reference is the same. It's so, I mean, un- undeniable. Like, completely undeniable. God, I hate I don't know Leary. why Dennis Leary didn't get more shit for this. You could have gone with so many other people, but you had to go with Barry Manilow. I, you know what, what I mean? Right? Because even, yeah. you got to give guys like uh, Carlos Mencia and uh, Amy Schumer credit. They'll change the reference. Yeah. It's not the exact same. It's like, come up with another. Just say Michael Jackson or something. Who gives it? You know what I mean? Oh, like, whatever. God. Um should do an episode just called I Hate Dennis Leary and Break Him Down. <laughs> we could do Dennis Leary at some point. <laughs> Bring him um, in here. But yeah, this up. is this is the gist of it, basically. And uh and it's it's pretty brutal. But uh it's it's I don't know why he hasn't been called out for it more. Leary? Oh. Yeah. Probably because of what you said, how he went, All right, I'm done. Oop, I'll be getting out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and then the last one's Chappelle, right? Yes, correct. So this is the big finale because this is how I feel about most joke thievery and uh, just make note of this is uh, the Reverend Bob Levy Mm -hmm. and Dave Chappelle and just take note of like where those two guys this is uh, during Chappelle's show by the way he's promoting it on uh, Howard Stern and just take note of where these guys are on their career 
how this joke is used and how yeah. one person looks at the joke as opposed to the other. And this is what I think most uh, joke stealing accusations boil down to. Hey, how you doing, Howard? Uh, Dave, I, I'm a big fan of yours, and I just wanted to know why one of my jokes actually ended up on your show one night. Oh, really? What, what is the joke? Uh, I'm going to beat my blank like it owes me money. It was in one of the songs. Oh, because you're a hack. I'm <laughs> <laughs> taking my stuff. That, I'm going to beat my blank like it owes me money. You wrote that? Yes, I did write that, and I've been doing it for years, and it's been my opening line. Oh, that's barbershop talk. And that's your opening line? Uh, yes. Where, well, it was where on your did, show. Where, I guess you where, liked it. I must have seen you at a home. Well, well, you were at Channel <laughs> one night for the nasty show with some of your friends that were in the audience. Yeah, I was. I, you're right. I come. I lift material from. What's your name again? What was that? What's your name again? Uh, Reverend Bob Levy, I was on the show with you a couple times. Oh, Bob Levy. Oh, Bob, that's you. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, is this the Reverend Bob? Yeah. Oh, look at Bob. Are you, you, you think Dave's taking your material? No, Bob, I'm not I Dave. I'm saying his writers are dropping the ball and oh, they're getting lazy. Man, and, uh, nobody's you know, want to write right from you. <laughs> you're not supposed to <laughs> So I think Chappelle was a little more honest where he didn't realize it was a guy he knows where he's like, you're fucking hack. So if you don't know what that joke is, first of all, he's saying, beat my dick like he knows me. Yeah. They couldn't say it on radio. but It's it's amazing. They could say the F and N word on Howard Stern. They couldn't say dick. But um, uh, so the joke is, uh, beat my dick like he knows me money. If you're mm -hmm. a fan of Chappelle's show. It's in the STD song. Yeah. Yes. The uh, the famous like fake Sesame Street sketch they do. I think it's Charlie Murphy singing it. I beat my dick like it owes me money. Yeah. And the character is just like, you know, a gross old man, basically. Right. So it's kind of like a parody of what that person would be. Yeah. So Chappelle's instinct is like, oh, you're a hack. Like I was quoting just a cornball joke. Then when he realizes it's Bob Levy, he pays him a little more respect. And yeah. he's like, oh, I wouldn't steal that from you, Bob. But like in his mind, he's kind of saying like, that's not something you should be taking pride in. <laughs> Oh, and Artie, Artie Lang has told that story a bunch where they had that argument for years, Artie and Bob. Uh -huh. And Bob would like rant. He'd be like, this fucking Chappelle, he's stealing from me. And Artie would be like, what's the joke? And he'd say, I beat my dick like it owes me money. And Artie would go, that's a street joke, Bob. That's not, you didn't write that. <laughs> like, it's not, that is not your joke. So I think a lot of joke thievery is people like uh, Bob Levy, Tammy Pescatelli, whoever, who are a little bitter about where their career is, think they should have fame that other people should, yeah. and are saying, this person stole from me. And they use that as an excuse of why they're at the point they are in their career versus whoever they're you know, bitter about making it. Yeah. Right. I feel, like that's, I feel like that's a lot of it. But we, uh, we ran the gamut today of, yeah. uh, of joke stealing. I don't know what we solved. Nothing really. All Nothing. I know is uh, Leary, if, if you're getting jail because of this, Leary's getting uh, three life sentences. Yes. Uh, oh, that's a good that's a good way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Schumer will give her like 11 years. <laughs> 11 years. Yeah, she gets time served, I think. God damn it. No. I thought I Johnny Cochran her out of this. No. 11, <laughs> 11 years. 11 years. That's nothing. She's going to get out after 6. I don't know. After my masterful You're not factoring in my masterful job of a uh, lawyer. You're ignoring facts though. <laughs> that's what Johnny Cochran did as well. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think everyone else is like a fine. Yeah, I, I those are the two probably most egregious, and uh, everyone else it's like, yeah, I don't know. I think we get a little too worked up about mm. joke stealing. So yeah. it is like the high crime of comedy, but I think today at the very least we saw that like it's not always that big a deal. Don't get so worked up about it. People. And if you think uh, you see someone stealing jokes, go back, 
watch Dennis Leary, and then rewatch the one you think is a steal again. Yeah. And compare. That's, a re- that's the definition of a steal. Dennis oh my Leary God. Is, the, is the bar. <laughs> I've never seen that. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's. I've he's heard. I've never. I've never awful. seen it. I've heard people say it. Yeah. And yeah, he sucks. Most most of the time you hear the asshole song. That's it was even, wild. When I was not even close. At least he made a song out of it. I had to spare Matt because he cut so many Amy Schumer clips. I was like, I can't give him all these Dennis Leary clips. <laughs> it's gonna be exhausting. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's uh that's our joke stealing episode. I hope everyone liked it. Yeah. Uh, make sure if you want to hear more of these boys, uh, Mike and Craig, go listen to a very good show on uh, uh, iTunes, wherever else, you, wherever you listen to this, go, go subscribe to a very good show. And then uh, make sure you hit up Matt from RI on Twitter, at Matt from RI, uh, vaultedpodcastri.com, as in Rhode Island, uh, <laughs> because right here in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, is where you can get vaulted podcasts if you want to record or film anything. Uh, make sure you hit up vaulted podcasts, and uh, your, your podcast can sound as good as this one. Even better, because mm. I won't be on it. <laughs> and uh, go to patreon.com slash blindmike. Uh, get these episodes a week early, as well as uh, all other bonus material. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page as well. We want more people watching this program, mm. so subscribe on YouTube. All of that. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? Share Jeremy? it with one person, but go to uh, Linktree, Blind Mike Project on Linktree, find oh, yeah. our merch store, buy some merch. Yeah. I think we still have a hoodie or a zip-up. The zip-ups are nice, too. Yeah. Mm. All right. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>